Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina, comedy content creator, recording artist, and actor, and you are listening to Nick Talks. All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to my new podcast that I haven't thought of a name for yet. <laughs> Potato and bok choy. No, but that's our personal one. This is mine. Oh, okay, fine. I think, well, it used to be Nick Talks, and so... It might... I'd stay with that? I, yeah, that's that's yeah, I mean, clever, right? Uh, like TED Talks. Yeah, I mean, like, it's also, like, part of your brand, or you might as well keep it going, you know? Yeah, I might as well. Yeah, Nick Talks. So, yeah, that's what... And this is, like... <laughs> and this is the very, very first episode. Um, and my very first guest is my husband, who honestly is gonna... You're probably gonna be, like, my most, uh, like, frequent guest, because, you know... We live together. If you hear jingling, it's my dog, Jack, who has to be the center of attention at all times. So, yeah. Uh, So, today, we decided to kick off the podcast um, talking about how inadvertently our lives as a couple and as individuals have started to revolve around anime. Anime. So, So, those of you that know me and my claim to fame, especially this year in 2020, uh, is TikTok. And I started, you know, when I started doing those those comedy routines of those comedy skits about My Hero Academia, and then that kind of took off. And now here I am with half a million followers, <laughs> and that's crazy. But but I don't know what. And but you have your own thing going on too. Yeah. So for me. Um I'm not as public as you are. Or as nah. I am, quote-unquote, a professional Yu-Gi-Oh player, as my wife likes to say it. You but, uh, yeah, I I didn't think I would actually be so deep into a, a card game based on an anime that it's now, like, not the center, like, the whole center of my life, but it's a good way for me to, like, you know, have fun, relax, enjoy. And, like, I've done so many big things around it. It's, like, it's a crazy to me. I remember, like, this is all, but Yu-Gi-Oh has literally, like, always been a big part of your, like, since we've been dating, like... <laughs> Literally, I got into it, like, right after high school, because uh, I knew you were gonna be far away. So I was like, I need, a, I need to get a hobby. And I just, and my, a uh, bunch of my friends were already playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, they got me back into it. And I just kind of went in from there, because I just wanted to play to kill time, then I wanted to play to win, and then I wanted to become a champion. I didn't know you got into it because I was gone. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, you know, uh, there's not a lot of trouble you can get into when you're playing card games. (laughs) I I feel bad because I feel like so many of your hobbies you get into because I'm gone. For background, uh, so, so we met in high school, started dating, and I went to the Air Force Academy, which is in Colorado Springs. And we decided to go long distance, and Justin stayed in Houston, and went to school there and worked there. Um, and then, and then even in active duty, like I was like, I deployed basically for a mm-hmm. year, and then you got into cooking. <laughs> so, I'm like, I feel bad. Like every single thing you get into is like, cause I'm not. There. <laughs> Honestly, here's the thing, like. In the end, Yu-Gi-Oh! is probably the best way for me to go anywhere we've gone. I've never been fully scared. I'm like, oh, I'm afraid to make friends. Like, no, I don't have to worry about that. Because Yu-Gi-Oh! is that way I can, like, if I can find a local shop within, like, 
a two mile radius, I can make friends. So it's always one of those things where like, it's like if you were into baseball, basketball, or like any sport or anything like that, you could find friends in real life. For me, it's like, I actually can go to a shop down the street and be like, yo. I was flabbergasted. Like when we were moving to this neighborhood I mean, you were talking about how perfect it is, which I really do love our neighborhood. Like there's a wine shop down the street mm-hmm. for me. Um, Bodega. Bodega's right there. But then I was like, there's a Yu-Gi-Oh shop. Are you fucking shitting me? Like, that was coincidence. Really? <laughs> and it's like a five minute, five, 10 minute walk. Yep. I was like, well, God must be looking out for you or something. Hey man, I paid my dues. So like, I don't know. Like sometimes I think about how weird it is that like, this became the center of our life, especially this year. Yeah. Um, especially because, and I tell people this a lot, um, and I, I try to make it known because people like to judge people that, you know, the, there's a lot of gatekeepers out there that like to define what an anime fan is or what a weeb is. Yeah. And I tell people, I'm like, look, truth be told, like, my very first like obsession with anime was Inuyasha. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, ride or die. My MySpace looked like, <laughs> you remember my MySpace. You remember what my MySpace looked like? Like cherry blossoms and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it was crazy, right? And so, um, like I got into it and then it stopped, right? Inuyasha mm-hmm. stopped. And then I honestly, I took a hiatus. I took a really long hiatus from TV in general Mm -hmm. because I was at the Air Force Academy and it was like so stressful and I barely had any time Mm -hmm. for anything Um, and then uh uh-uh stop it don't you dare and then final act came Inuyasha final act came and then I got back into it and then I took a break again I didn't really watch too much anime and then we had everything that happened to me in the air force and everything Mm -hmm. with depression and ptsd and and i like to say that you know anime is one of the things that honestly helped me started to help me recover uh because i hadn't watched anime in a really long time and then you showed me the disastrous life of psyche k Mm -hmm. and like and that and that was also during the time where like i would not really i wouldn't watch more than one thing like i i didn't know that like i was watching 30 rock on repeat for how how long it was 30 rock kimmy schmidt and then we got into parks and rec and literally it was like we would go through the same we would go through that whole series about four times and then you'd want to change it up and then which is out of those three series and then it took a, it took a lot of time and convincing, and you falling asleep on a lot of the episodes. But I was like, "Did you like it?" And you're like, "Yeah, I did." And we just go back and watch it again. So I was such a zombie back then. It was like mm-hmm. I only had like the energy to, like, go to work, come back, go to sleep. Like, really, like, I don't know. Just thinking about the zombie that I was. But yeah, like, you introducing me and like easing me back in with shows like. You know, like disastrous life of Psyche K and Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I remember. I had remember. I had to vet these shows before you watched them. Like, so I'd have to stay up. Like, Did you? 
Yeah, Psyche K, I had to like watch while well, like I was still in college still, so I had some time in between classes or like when I was when I was done and when you got home, I'd watch some animes. So I'd always be like, Nikki would like this, or Nikki might like this, or uh, this one seems interesting, it has a lot of action. Uh, and it took me a while to figure out your anime taste, and it just took like shonen. Shonen. It, it, it took that, and I was like, I was trying to go for like I had I had a list. I had romance here. I had action here. I had slice of life here, and I had. I have no idea, but I enjoy this here. What was your vetting process for me? Now, so for background, of course, I have PTSD, which people know, uh, which means like, which I'm finding out how much that you monitored my emotional state and you still do when we do, when we like try different shows and stuff. Hmm? Uh, And so even though like anime is one of those things that help me come back, I know. You tell me all the time that there are shows that you've kept me from. Oh, definitely. There are some that I'm like, okay, like there is this one called uh, Violet Evergarden. Yeah, I know you would love it, but at the same time, like, uh, the emotional turmoil is too much. We haven't even finished your lie in April. Yeah, and that's one I'm really scared for you to finish still. Am I not? Is it still not time? Oh, it's always time. I'm like, the fact that, like, it's just more like, there's a lot of better anime that are kind of coming out that I want to watch too, so I'm kind of okay. like leaning into that. I mean, it's it's very good. That's what I hate about anime is like, it will attack you and it will get you emotionally in an accurate way. Oh, you know what's the worst? <laughs> and we talk about this in a, at extents when it's like, it's a really good anime, it gets you at the heartstrings and then it's one season. Fuck that shit, man. I, oh, I'm so fucking mad. Like, yeah, Royal Tutor did that to us pretty bad. I mean... I, I find it, like, I also find it interesting how, like, there's, like, of course you get, like, all these life lessons and stuff from anime, but there's, like, random shit that I pull from it, like, especially as we're at the time in life when we're thinking about having kids and stuff, mm-hmm. and and I'm, take, I'm taking notes, at least, of, like, oh, yeah. what kind of parent to be and to not be, and, like, how to bring up kids, like... Like, the Royal Tutor is a huge, huge, like, I don't know, inspiration for me on, like, how to, like, set your kid out for success, like, educational-wise. And then, of course, like, every shonen has a shitty dad, but so... <laughs> Psyche K, Psyche K in the other end gives me, like, how to not... Be, how to be a good parent when your kid's aloof. Because, like, I know at a point, like, I will... We will have, like, a high school teenager kid, like, oh, whatever. I'm like, cool. I'm still going to be the doting, loving dad, whatever. But you don't, you don't get this Both love. Both of Psyche's parents are fucking idiots, though. Yeah, but the mom's, like, at least on her, on her crap. The mom... But, yeah, the mom has her moments. Yeah, but it's only with... It's only with, like... Because she's overly trusting. That's the reason why. Because she's... It's over- just those moments where she, like, goes demon face and she's like... Yeah, she won't <laughs> Your best you. friend asked you... To the beach, you're going, Kusu. <laughs> like, I lose my shit every and it's like, and it's like, time. And it's like, oh my. I'm like, yeah. Like even a psychic, even a, even the most powerful psychics, the most powerful heroes would be like, I don't mess with mom. <laughs> that that's real. Like that's a life lesson that is in a, any anime, TV show, whatever. It's like if you find someone who messes with their mom, that's not a person. That's a monster. Okay, so honestly, I I want to do a side note. Disastrous Life of Psychic K is one of my favorites because of the dry sense of humor, and I think that is good for both people that are just now starting anime, but also veterans of anime. The anime connoisseurs. The connoisseurs, like the longtime weebs that like literally have not fucking stopped watching anime since Naruto, or since like whatever the fuck, um, because it makes fun of so many anime tropes. Mm-hmm. 
And it's funny, even if you're not familiar with it, if you've been out of the, or if you you were out of the game for a long time like me. But mm. now that I'm back in it, and it's been a few years, and I rewatch it, it gets funnier. Yeah. So like that's another reason why I kind of like it helped me with my the vetting process. I was like, okay, this one's good, good one because it's just like constantly funny. And like whether you are a huge anime fan or not, like season one will definitely just get you laughing. Season two, season the other seasons onward, it's like, uh, you might have to know a little bit more, but nothing too crazy. Um, and then there's a, then there are other ones where I'm like, ooh, I want you to watch this one because it's action packed and it's really cool and it'll like just like make you want to like fight more, which is kind of like always what you want to do. You always want to fight, so I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I am. 100% a shonen person. I'll dip into shoujo, but... I'll dip, I'll dip, but I don't know. You know, I've been raised with this masculine energy my entire life that I've not been able to... Which is so weird, because I love of. I love romance animes. Or like, you I'll, do. I really do. Like, I try to get you into, like, uh, Maid-sama or something like that. I like it. I, it just didn't keep my attention. And I, I'm just like, how could you not love the okay, here? Okay, if we sat down and watched it, but you play it while I'm fucking working... And that's honestly that's another thing about how anime has taken over our lives. So we know we work at home now because of quarantine. I work at home just normally, uh, but you started working at Justin started working at home because of COVID, and so there's it's like a daily routine. Like we will put on anime in the background for everything. Mm-hmm. Like I think. I think the one anime that I haven't put on lately is My Hero Academia, only because I have seen My Hero Academia so goddamn much. Mm -hmm. And part of it was because of TikTok, because when when I realized that that was the content that was going to get me the views and attention, I was like, I got to come up with more content. So I Mm -hmm. just watched My Hero over, you know, you live with me. all over and over again to the point that like okay i think it's like literally ingrained in my brain don't need to watch it anymore until heroes rising comes out yeah it's hilarious because like literally there's sometimes you put on an anime i'm like you've seen this one so i just put on my headphones and like do you really sometimes it's like it's more like you know how i am like i am cringe like when there are episodes that make me cringe i'm like i just want to either fast forward skip the episode or like just forget it exists what episode what shows make you cringe it's just like certain episodes like there are like um it's like king episodes in uh seven deadly oh, sins seven deadly sins yeah, oh, it's yeah like, you it, always it's like ugh, because i can because that's me because i would do that shit like i would oh i used to be me i would overthink about it so much trying to get someone to like to make make someone fall in love with me i'm like oh god i do it i am escanor yeah i know that's me the moment i saw escanor i was like oh shit that's me <laughs> Lion. So, on a bigger scale, I want to talk about how, like, literally our fucking daily, weekly, monthly life depend, like, literally, like, revolves around anime. Yeah, so, it's weird. So, for me, for TikTok, like, definitely, like, more in the beginning, and now I'm, I'm starting to diversify now, like, with the podcast and everything, but, hey, stop it. But, like, I'll go into the bedroom for hours mm-hmm. and, like, shoot <laughs> and shoot TikToks. And and I always tell them because obvi- everyone knows that I yell in every single one of my videos. And so I'm like, you need to put your headphones on <laughs> so you don't so you don't hear what I'm saying or doing because I'm screaming the same lines over and over again because I got to get it just right. Yeah, the one TikTok I've made, it's like it was one of those things like things you need when your wife's a TikTok star. 
noise canceling headphones so you don't hear anything. It's a process. It's hard being producer, director, and actor at the same time. That's why I don't ever want to do the first two, but for now. And then, so we got, so I got TikTok production. There's a whole film production shit all like in our, either in our bedroom or in the living room. And then you got your fucking... Oh yeah, my Yu-Gi-Oh thing. Yu-Gi-Oh. So like I can either be recording my own videos because I like to make my own YouTube videos, but I'm not as consistent as you are. I just do for fun because it makes me feel like, it, it's one of those like, I, I when I'm not trying to take myself too seriously, I make great content. It's when I... I, mm. I, think, that's the, I think that's for everybody though. Yeah. And if not that, I'm deck building or testing online with friends or online with other people. And sometimes I'm just like, I, I, I will just spend most of my time just like looking at cards and reading them and like kind of like using my English degree to the umpteenth degree because periods, colons, semicolons, parentheses matter. And then I have to like start jargoning with like we a lawyer. Just, we were talking about that with Travis. Uh, when Travis is over, Travis the sibling, uh, another anime TikTok creator um, who happens to live nearby. So we hang out and it's great. Um, what was I saying? He he said that. Um, oh, he wants to duel me, or like he was like, "Oh man, you play Yu-Gi-Oh!" I'm like, bro, don't even at me with that right now. Y'all don't even like a lot of people who like say like, "Oh, I want to duel you." Like, y'all don't even know what's going on anymore in this game. I will destroy but, you legally, and you'll be and you will cry. That shit is too. It's too much. It is too um, complicated for me right now i don't have the patience oh god yes the fact that the game like the fact that konami itself the people who make Yu-Gi-Oh have made multiple dummy down versions to make sure people can get into it is absurd and hilarious but that for people like me i need it oh yeah and it's fine it works it's just like for people like me who've played the game for as long as i have it's like this is so slow it's like playing chess or it's like playing chess with with a baby, it's like you can move, and you already know what to do for the next ten moves, and they can't even do one. It's like this is stupid. I want to get out of here. Look, like the one time you tried to set me down at the kitchen island, you're like, "This is X Y Z," and after five minutes, I was like, "You know what? <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna like, leave this shit to you. I'm gonna leave this to you." Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, you know, like, oh, it's so e like when people like it's so easy to play this game, like. <laughs> Come to the table, we'll sit you down, I'll show you all the darkness that is in this world. Talking about Shadow Realms, like, y'all don't even know. It's so funny, like, because, like I said, the, the, the events that we have to go to now that take over our life. Yeah. Jack, stop it. Um, because you go to tournaments, like, every weekend or so. I can go to, if I wanted to, I can go to tournaments every night, and that's crazy. Holy crap. I could, I could, I don't. But I could. And then there was a, a few. And then there was a few weeks where I was, because I I hosted for Anime Expo Light, which I never fucking thought mm -hmm. would happen. Um, thank you to Brandon McInnes, anime anime uh, English dub actor, for reaching out to me and like throwing the rope back. Um, and I'm like eternally grateful for that. That was such a cool experience. But like. But that was like, like that was a whole thing, you know, on top of the TikTok stuff and like, and just all the random merch. Like we just, I just partnered with a small business called The Geek Side and they sent us a lot of really cool promotional stuff. And now mm -hmm. we have all of this, yeah. all of this anime paraphernalia that is like, 
is just so cool. And I think, and I think it's funny, and to me it means a lot because you getting me back into anime, which w it was you, like getting me back in was like it really was a start to getting my mental health better mm -hmm. i think it really took off with my hero academia oh yeah because like for you you really related with like the big three yeah it was each of them deku todoroki and, and bakugo because yeah. like you saw yourself as like deku this innocent person who had all this potential todoroki because of, like issues and bakugo because, <laughs> and bakugo because of the rage issues yeah like does bakugo even have issues it seems like he's just mad bakugo and this is definitely a subject for next time that we definitely have to like put a pin in and like write this down because i want to talk about it like in depth but bakugo and I've said this in a TikTok before, Bakugo is an anxious child. Like he has ridiculous anxiety. I know he does because he's a high achieving child. He's a high achieving child either because of his parents, which it looks like at least his mom, which people have speculated that she's like abusive actually um, because she blamed him for getting kidnapped. Um, but whether it's because of his parents or because it's internal like he's a high achieving child and when you are a high achieving child it is like proven that you are prone to having clinical anxiety mm -hmm. and as you know and unfortunately like i know what that's like i was a high achieving child and <laughs> as we both know my anxiety looks like anger sometimes and people don't know that like like you should, some like people are used to the anxiety that looks like midoriya which I which I have too, but then like Bakugo is also a form of anxiety, and then Todoroki is just the numbness. Like I can, mm. like I like those three characters in particular. I related so much, and I saw so much of myself in them. Um, and like why I'm Team Deku always, <laughs> because because like I was because I was at a place a point in life where i felt like there was no coming back mm -hmm. like my life had been destroyed and i was set behind everybody else and i still feel like that because of my diagnosis but when you showed me my hero academia and you know and i started following midoriya's story and just like some of the quotes in there that are you know just the inspirational quotes in there that like just really like stuck with me mm -hmm. and you know how he said you know not all men are created equal and like you know sometimes like yeah the race is not fair but i'm just gonna have to work you know that much harder and i'm going to work harder and i'm going to be there like i'm going to get there like that determination is something that i don't innately have anymore and so i need to pull it from other sources mm -hmm. sometimes and mm -hmm. like honestly like it is just a show it's it's an anime but it really did like it really did and does do that no for I mean, me no i get that like honestly like anime is one of those things where you know i hate when people when i was a kid growing up people would like crap on anime all the time like dragon ball z so lame uh pokemon so lame Yu-Gi-Oh's for kids i was a kid so it was fair i mean but still like you know people wouldn't think like the lessons were real and like Oh I, I would say that a lot of anime at the age I was watching it were for kids because, like, you know, their thing was like, the power of friendship will save us. It's always the power of friendship. Yeah, but remember, <laughs> those are meant for kids. So, like, when people, like, older people are making fun of it, it's like you're making fun of a kid for watching kid stuff. So it kind of make you kind of seem like a 
jerk. I no feel reason. like I feel like, especially with shonen animes, like you just have to accept that the power of friendship and plot armor galore will be present. And you should just not fucking complain about it because you know it's going to be there. So you just got to watch it, know that it's there, and enjoy I it mean, what's for the, what it is. What's the problem with, like, the power of friendship? Because, like, Nothing. the power of friendship can save a lot. Like, literally, everyone's saying, like, uh, self, uh, self-care, watch out for your friend. That's the power of friendship. I know. Jack. Dramatic everywhere we go. Jack is being dramatic, choking on a toy that he ate too much of. The fuck? Yeah. I mean... I think the the prime example is fairy tale, which we're finishing up right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I love it so much because it's so formulaic. Like I was saying last night, but it's so formulaic. But I don't even fucking care because the characters are good. Like yeah. I love I love the characters, so I don't care. I know there's gonna be plot armor. I know that at the end. Well, don't tell me like. I don't even know but, what the, at the end end itself and, right now. And as the, the season's so far, and if you don't want to get too much spoiled, if you haven't started Fairy Tale for some reason, you can like fast forward through this part a little bit. But it's like, okay, you know, Natsu is it, it at the end. It's all gonna center around Natsu. He's gonna get his shit rocked until the very very end, and then at the very very end, he's gonna go super OP. Because of I don't know the power of friendship or you or some innate strength. Happy. He you never yeah or like for Lucy. I'm like I don't know like some <laughs> some bullshit. And I know it's gonna happen. And I don't even care. Even Jack was gacking like yeah. Like I don't even care that I know that's gonna happen because uh. it's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean it's, it's about the journey and what goes on in between. Like you know. The finishing and the ending is fine and all, but it's like how you get there. It's what makes it really fun. Jack, you better shut the hell up. I like, well, we started a lot of new animes this year. Like, yeah. that's been a thing for us. It's like something we come together and do at the end of every day is like whatever anime we are watching at the time. Whether it's fairy t- well, it was fairy tale, then we took a break, and then we started a whole bunch of smaller ones. Yeah, I think the one, se- the one season ones are good for refreshing because, like, sometimes. A fairy tale and a lot of other ones that we want to get into, like, like they're epics. Like, I, you want to get into One Piece? I'm like, don't do it. Like, right. I am into One Piece, and I started it like late to begin with. So the fact is, like, it's too much. Like, you just you need to recap episodes. That's all I can say. People keep on petitioning, like, or not petitioning, but they keep on bugging me about like, you got to start One Piece. I'm like. Let me finish Fairy Tale first. Um, I mean, like, and fi- let me rewatch Naruto. What do you want, Naruto or One Piece? You cannot fuck. I can't fucking do both. I yeah. just can't. Because we can skip Boruto altogether. Like Boruto, cool, no, but don't even worry about him. Don't even worry about him. I've heard. I heard it's like, uh, yeah, it's it's like it's like compared. It's like it, it's a good show on its own, but it's like it, there there was way too much hype behind it, and it's just kind of like. Uh, Anywho, so <laughs> anyway, for another time. But yeah, it's like that's I like I like that that's our ritual. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> like at the end of the day, like watching anime and starting new animes, and then like on the weekends, it's usually a lazy Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. and we just lay down on the couch and order pizza and and sometimes it, it depends if it's a one season anime or not because sometimes. Oh. Cause one day, well, one day we did Hanako, Toilet we, Bound. We still haven't, we haven't finished, finished it, it because like it wasn't finished being dubbed yet, and it's done now. But I'm like, oh. But then we got caught up, and then we did quintessential quintuplets in one oh. day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again for another 
it's another episode of the fucking feet. I got fucking shit. To, I got shit. I got shit to say about that goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I know. You know how that makes me feel. Um, but yeah, I like it. And then also, we <laughs> I rewatched Inuyasha this year. You kind of watched it with me. Yeah. I mean, I go in and out just because, like, in, I, I predicted Inuyasha, and then after a while, when I was done predicting, I read it. I was like, okay. You read it? I read the wiki. Are look, you? Look. Wow. Well, this was, like, way before it came out, like, in, like, animation. I was, like, like I was just like, I can't wait anymore. I need to know how the story resolves. Like, it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. I waited three years for it to get animated sooner. And mm-hmm. they're like, no, we're still not. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to finish it off. I have not. I have not, like succumb to going to manga because I I can't wait for there's either the, either the episodes themselves or the dub to come out I'm just like well what if you know that it's not ever going to get dubbed or ever get animated if it's never gonna if I know it's never gonna get animated like Oron or the devil is a part-timer then yeah I think I'd like to get those manga but like like My Hero Academia, which is another reason why I got to stay out of my TikTok comments because people on TikTok, for some reason, a lot of them have no fucking regard for people that don't want shit spoiled. And and, even, and I even get DMs that are like, you want to know a manga spoiler? And I'm like, motherfucker, who are you? Who are I don't even know who you are. And no, but I don't know who you are. It's like, I don't know. It's weird. It's one that I, I feel like they get... They get joy and fulfillment off of that because they got a rise. It's those people who like to get a rise out of people for no reason. Yeah. Like eh, when you and it's only effective if they do anything. If you don't do anything, they're like, they, they in their mind it's a win-win because you wasted because they wasted your time and they got a little bit of a rise out of you. Right. Didn't say anything, but at the same time, it's like you don't know. It's, and honestly, I don't care. If you're one of those people, just stop. I don't know. Um, God, what? What question did I... God damn... Well, this all started off like how I vet your animes. Oh, yeah. And the whole episode is about how anime has taken hold of our lives. I'm looking at how much time we got, and we're coming up on 30 minutes. Um, Let's see. Okay, so here's something that we can end on today. So people ask me all the time uh, on live streams a lot what anime we're going to have our kids watch when we have kids. What are mm. we going to start them on? Yeah. I say My Hero. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's like that's a little deep. I would say like middle school on that one. Middle school? There are some there, there are some kid-friendly animes that are good and I would kind of be like, "All right, we got to find those." But like I I wouldn't watch them. I I feel like I was watching Nick Cage movies when I was 6. Like they they can watch My Hero. I mean, that's up to us as parents. So like, yeah, definitely, but I do want them to have like some wonder and like something like oh yeah this is what i can do if i really try i'm like those kind of animes are good for kids because it kind of like gives them what they need in life which life denies which is optimism and hope oh yeah that's why i love anime optimism and hope can't start among seven deadly sins that's for sure well season one is definitely fine we no absolutely not Meliodas like is literally feeling Elizabeth up all oh, the time. Oh yeah, right, right. So that's not. That, that's when they can discover on their own and they ask questions like, "All right, cool, we can have this talk." Oh my gosh. Um, what else? Like the only thing I have really in my mind is 
uh, My Hero Academia. I can't think of anything. I, Royal Tutor. Royal Tutor would Royal be good. Royal Tutor is good. Um, um, there is a, there are the classic ones. Like I would go like. What about Black Clover? Black Clover actually is pretty good. Honestly, it's actually, not it's not bloody. It's and not. it's not violent. There's a lot no. of stuff going on. Fairy Tales also one too. Yes, Fairy Tale is good. And then like you got yeah. the, some of the classics like you know, you can start them off on One Piece and uh, Naruto is a, that Naruto is a toss up in the air. It's like if you want them to do the ninja run, you kind of let them know like off the bat that doesn't really work. First like, of all, I want to take this moment to say that the Naruto run is actually the Inuyasha run because Inuyasha was first. And people fucking choose to neglect that fact, but I just want to point it out. But either way, it's inefficient running. It is inefficient running. I've, have you tried it? I have. <laughs> me and my brother have. Me and me and my little brother both tried, and then we all had our high school, middle school friends were like, "Okay, guys, experimentation time," because we got into a heated debate, heated, heated debate about like if it works or not. We're like, I. We do need to wrap it up soon, but I have my theory of why they run like that. Anime plot armor? No, I think it's so that... I think it's so that you can see the characters' faces while they are running. True. That's good art style right there. I think. I'm not because gonna lie. if you're going like this, then you're covering your face like... Or they can just do seconds. like the chest run. Or maybe, so maybe this fucking looked less stupid than this. I to would the also say that it costs less to animate that too, because when your arms are back, you don't have to worry about them moving. Exactly. I mean, not that mm. I know shit. I'm not a fucking animator. That's Mangaka. just my. That's just my fucking theory that that's why because it's not just Naruto now. Like it's everything. Like every. Almost every. If they're not, if they're not, if their arms aren't back. They're holding something to hold. So they're like, you know, because like Asta has a sword holding back. He's like, like Asta, this, like yeah. a bat. Which is still, I don't know. They do it a lot in fairy tale. The only anime that I don't think I've seen them do it is My Hero. Yeah, because, actually, because that's based on somewhat reality. My Hero is the most realistic, um, I think, as far as I don't know real world problems and mm -hmm. it draws a lot from the military like I said for another episode but anyway let me draw this to a close because we've been at this for half an hour and Jack is being really fucking annoying um so yeah thank you guys for joining us for the very first episode of Nick Talks um remember that you can access all the podcast episodes if you go and become a uh, patron on Patreon I forget which tier it is. I think it is the $10 one, I believe. Yes. So. Yes. Yes, it is. The $10 one. And so that one is not one for all, 5%. One for all. That's the vibranium. Vibranium level. So if you become a vibranium level patron on Patreon, then you can access all the podcast episodes and videos and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, please don't forget to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, and then also my husband as well. I'm gonna put his socials there as well. Um, thank you so much and we will see you next time.
Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina. Thank you so much for listening to Nick Talks. If you like these free episodes, please go and become a Vibranium level patron on Patreon so that you can have full access to all episodes of Nick Talks, including some really awesome exclusive interviews with some fellow uh, people in the anime community on TikTok and such. So go to patreon.com slash Nikki Marina to check out the Vibranium tier so you can get access to all of those. But for now, enjoy these free episodes.